Yo, 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 we is back with another Not The Same Podcast Bible Study. It is episode 20, son. I don't know what 20 it is, but 20, son. We're glad to be back with you for the, uh, you still here, brother. You here. Back with the the, uh, second second part of, what is this subject, Rob? Uh, Where God elevates or calls you. What up, D? How you doing, man? Appreciate you What's sliding through. What's going on, Miss D? Appreciate yeah. you sliding through. Yeah, so part two of When God Elevates slash Calls You that we dug into a couple of weeks ago. Rob did it so eloquently, so much so that we had to bring it back, or so much so that God told him, boy, you better bring it back and don't try yeah. to move on. Yeah, a little bit of funny. both. You know, a little bit of both. <laughs> that's facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I think we good. <laughs> yeah, so you know, uh, D says she think it's twenty six. All right, hey, D, you said that we believe it. You know what I mean? It. it ain't the word of the Lord, but it's close. She close. <laughs> right, right. Appreciate you sliding through, sis. Appreciate everybody watching. Hello, wifey. Wifey on the way What's home. What's up, sis? Trying to do What's it. Up, you know sis? what I mean? Everybody else, if you ain't said no, we still appreciate you sliding through. Appreciate everybody that come through every other Tuesday. Appreciate everybody that rebroadcast. They're not the same podcast. Uh, I don't think nobody rebroadcast the Bible study. But either way, we appreciate y'all. Uh, even, fellas, the hoodie y'all sent is fire. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. Okay. Uh, okay, B, okay. B, B Plus. What's up, brother? Long time no hear from. How you do, bro? Hey, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Good to see you. B Plus got some stuff popping off, man. Congrats to you, brother. I see yeah, you man, trying, trying to get, get in your uh, your TV bag. Not TV, but your YouTube bag. You know what I'm saying? We proud of you, brother. Proud of you. If we had anything to do with it, uh, and if it turns out good, give us all the credit. If it turns out bad, we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know, we don't know what you're talking about. We'll pray for you. You know how them deep folks be. Right, right, right. We'll pray we'll for you. We'll pray for you. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man, we're going to get into it, man. Uh, hey, before we get started. Um, yeah, let's get our right prayer here, on, Father brother. God, yeah, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now, Lord God, just thanking you and praising you for another opportunity yes, to get Lord. into your word, Lord. Lord, Thank we you, ask Jesus. that you allow C and myself, Heavenly Father, to totally decrease. Holy Spirit, have your way in this yes, Bible Lord. study. Open up the hearts and the minds, Heavenly Father, of everyone listening, as yes, well Lord. as C and I, so that we can hear what the Holy Spirit would have us to speak on. Yes, Although Lord. we have something here, Lord, we once again ask that you have your way. You say we're two or more yes. gathered in your name. You are there, Lord God, and we believe you are here, Lord. In Jesus' yes. mighty and precious name that we pray, amen. But let me add one thing. My brother said decrease and lower, increase in us yes. and in this Bible yes. study. We don't want to leave that Amen. part out. Let Amen. us decrease that you may increase within this Bible study in Jesus' name. Jesus in Jesus' name. name. You know what I mean? And rebuke these pixel demons, but we're gonna keep it moving. Hey, ain't no pixel demons. We good, brother. We, we good. All right, let's get it in, brother. Rob, you ready? How you want to do this? You want to get yeah. a full review? Um, yeah, let's do a um a quick recap okay. on what we talked about. Some of these um I got Grab my notes here, brother. Oh, we got it right here, man. Number one. Oh, okay. What's the right. definition? So, oh, go ahead, brother. This no, is go ahead. You got it. I ain't trying to take over, brother. Handle your business. Brother, this is help us one to another. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Webster's definition, number one, raise or lift something up to a higher position. I got you, brother. I got you. Number two, raise right. in rank or position. And three, lift up. Uh, opposite lower or lower the opposite to lower or drop. All right, Rob, go ahead. All right. So what we're talking about is when God elevates, and the one thing that we we shared two weeks ago was we're not talking about are we hearing from God. This is when you mm -hmm. know God has told you to do something, and yeah. sometimes tonight what we're going to get into mainly is about family, friends, and when people have negative things to say that can get you off, and not always sharing your vision. But this is strictly talking about um when you know god has told you to do something okay. when he's called you to do something and you walking in that and um so this is again anybody who wasn't with us the last time this is not about how do i know when god has told me this yeah. is about when you know like boy you know he told you that type of that type mm -hmm. of calling elevate so mm -hmm. um we can keep recapping here I'm messing with Rod. When he know he told you to do a part two, but you said, nah, nah, we good. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, check this out. So true story. I, hey, look, we family here. So see he, he hits me up on Saturday. I'm I'm not feeling all that high. He was like, hey, bro, you got something for the Bible study? I'm like, yeah, we wrapped up, man. We're going to keep going. <laughs> hey, look, three hours later. If you got kids, you know that's the SpongeBob thing. Three hours uh -huh. later. Hey, bro, um, I'm going to go ahead and take care of that Bible study guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just got punished over here. <laughs> oh boy, I got a whole so, woman. <laughs> right. Hey, I, I, hey, so when God is telling you, like I said, when he calls you and elevates you, mm -hmm. it, you, you got to be obedient. So that's kind of, if you saw the promo for the night, when I said you got to be obedient and walking that thing, um, yeah, you. that's because I got smacked in this peanut <laughs> when, I tried, when I tried to keep it pushing. <laughs> Absolutely. I right, one of the man. one of the first topics we went to within this subject was uh it can be uncomfortable. Went to the scriptures yeah. Isaiah 6, 5 through 7, Exodus 4, 10 through 13, uh, and Isaiah talked about Isaiah. It, this was kind of sharing the stories of these prophets. Uh right. Exodus 4, 10 through 13 shared the story of Moses, and Judges 6, 12 through 15 store Gideon, aka 300, who they bit from a little bit, little taste. Yeah, not yeah, full 300 store, but a little taste. Know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You want to give me anything? And else this, on was, there this was just, um, this was just talking about it can be uncomfortable when God calls you. You know what I mean? Isaiah, mm -hmm. if, if he talked about how his basically he had a, he had a, um, where he was from and the way that he talked wasn't yeah. quite right. So he threw up his insignificance to mm -hmm. god and god was like all right i got something for you sent the angel down burnt my man lips basically a sign <laughs> of repentance he said all right now boom go speak my word yeah. um moses tried to be slick about the situation when um you know he left he left egypt went um went away god said all right you need to go back and set the people free mm -hmm. moses started talking about nah but i stutter uh i'm not a man of eloquent speech i got this uh, lips so, yeah, yeah. So every time <laughs> Moses came with an excuse, God told him, but I got you. And right, then right. with Gideon, Gideon thought that he had to build this big troop. Like sometimes we want to round ourselves with people and feel like we're the best when we have the most people around us. And God had Absolutely. to show him, you're not going to win this battle with troops because then you're going to trust in yourself and those people. So I'm going to you down to 300 and you're going to know that I am the true and living God. So that's, that's what those things. So it could be uncomfortable when God calls you or elevates you to that next level. Absolutely. Next point we had, went, we had this point that we also <laughs> went to <laughs> brother, just one word forever, even on Bible study. Uh, the next point we went to scriptures that counter 
counters our natural response or fear to a spiritual calling. Went to Jeremiah 29, 11, very popular scripture. Mm -hmm. uh, Philippians yep. 4 and 13, also very popular scripture. Yep. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, John 15 and 5, and Hebrews 13 and 5. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, look at those scriptures, write them down, because we're not about to go through all of them. Again, this is just a recap. Um, this is so, but I will tell you this. Um, if you're discouraged, yeah. you know what I mean? And Jeremiah 29 and 11 will come back up again tonight for a different reason. But these scriptures are universal. And it's just talking about, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans of good, not of evil. And then um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, I'm just picking a few of them out. Yeah. Um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him. Um, and um, Hebrews 13 and 5, um, for all things work together for the, for the good, if I'm quoting it correctly. Um mm -hmm. For the good who um all things work together for the good who I'm um, trusting the Lord. I'm paraphrasing yes because I'm trying yes. to hurry up so we can get to tonight's uh, meal. All right, the last one we went to before uh this Bible study is not being obedient to God's call to elevate can call can have consequences on you and others. We read Numbers thirteen thirty one through thirty three and Jonah mm -hmm. one one through seventeen and also three one through three. Bro. I can't hear. I couldn't hear nothing. I went totally blank. That's the reason why I'm, I'm looking like that. My bad, bro. All right. Not being obedient to God's team. call to elevate uh, can have consequences on you and others. We read uh, the Bible uh, verses, Numbers 13, 31 through 33, and also Jonah 1, 1 through 17, and 3, 1 through 3. All right. Yeah. And um, just I'll just pick out Jonah. Basically, what this says, whenever he's called you in consequences, um, yeah. Jonah, God had told Jonah to go to the city of um, Nevea. He didn't do that. He went elsewhere um, in his disobedience. You know, a lot of times we'll say what the devil meant for bad. God can get the glory out of it. And yeah. Jonah's disobedience, everybody on the ship that he went to being disobedient, ended up giving their life to Christ. So that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But. God still used them. So that's the awesomeness of God. Like, okay, I'm going to let you be obedient because I got something for you over here to do, but you're going to get back to what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. Um, the city ended up repenting and coming to God. So God got the victory and what was meant to be bad and also in the purpose that he sent Jonah to the town. So as yeah. we get ready to start tonight, I, I think that's the wrap up, right, brother? Yeah. I, also, I was going to say, too, a thing about Jonah. Jonah ended up in the belly of a well because of disobedience. A lot of times we say Jonah was in the well. It was cool. He was in the well. But the reason he ended up in the belly of the well, because he didn't want to give the people of Nineveh the gospel, basically. And right. he was hard-headed. He's a forget it. I'm a dipset. And the well swallowed him up, which is a miracle in itself. He stayed in that well three days, which was a type and shadow of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Mm -hmm. Then he came out and delivered <clears throat> the gospel to the people of Nineveh. So, you know, uh, he was hard-headed, but God still had his way. Uh, in short, if God tell you go speak to people, just go on to speak to them, or you gonna end up in the belly of a fish. You be smelling. It gonna be something real fishy <laughs> going right, on right, in your right, life, right. for real, for real. Which for leads real. us to the next part of this study. Uh, you can't share your vision with everyone, family included. And I'm gonna say before we even get started, Message. brother, brother, brother. Yeah. Before we even yeah. pull up the scripture, brother. Yeah. Let me say this one more time for everybody listening mm -hmm. and the people in the back. You can't share your vision with everyone, family included. When God gives, I know we're going to go into it, go into scripture, but Rod, let me just say this right quick. Yeah, when go for God it, God gives you something, he gave it to you. 
And a lot of times when you share these things with people, including your family, they can't see this. You end up being like uh, Joseph, right? When you got this dream and it's big and all that. What happened to Joseph? They put him in, they put him in a pit and they tried to sell, oh boy, because they could not see the vision. God gave it to Joseph. It wasn't for him to go tell the world. Some things God right. give you to go tell the world. Other things God say, hey, don't tell nobody what happened with this. Keep this for yourself. My bad. Let's get it, bro. No, no, you good. Cause um, the very thing that C just brought up, we about he just gave a quick summary. We've been ready to dive into the first part of the story with Joseph when he yeah. got that vision and he shared it and how it went and how it still goes today. So just remember, as we read these scriptures, we're talking about how it um, how it comes into play and now and day. It, it may not be a calling for pastor. It may not be a calling for you know ministry it could be your yeah, business yeah. that god has called you to open it's still a type of ministry it may not be absolutely the church ministry but if god's calling you to do something that is your ministry that he has you there for so that you can reach people so let's go ahead and dive into it um genesis 37 4 through 10 i got you so genesis yes, 37 sir. 4 uh starting with 4 and his brother saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers so they hated him and could not speak to him on friendly terms then Joseph, mm, I actually just talked about it. I didn't know this. Mm -hmm. Then Joseph had a dream when he and when he told it to his brothers that hated him even more. He said to them, please listen to this dream, which I have had. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field and behold, my sheaves, my sheaves stood up and also remained remained standing. And behold, your sheaves gathered around and bowed to my sheaf. And then his brother said to him, are you actually going to reign over us or are you really going to are you? Or are you really going to rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and his words. Then he had yet another dream and informed his brothers of it and said, Behold, I have had uh, I have had another yet another dream. And behold, the sun and the moon and 11, star, and 11 stars were bowing down to me. He also told it to his father as well as to his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream you have, uh, have had? Am I... Am I and your mother and your brothers actually going to bow down to the ground before you? Mm. Did we um before you and before you? I mean, can you go? Can you go down? I'm sorry. Um, go down to twelve. I'm. That's what I meant to tell you. Um, it's either eleven or twelve. And his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in hand. In mind, right there, just at eleven. Yeah, right okay. there. Uh, can you? Um, read that 11 one more time my bad and his brothers were jealous and his brothers were jealous of him but his father kept the matter in mind so this is what i'm gonna um just to give you a backstory because we actually talked about this on one of the bible studies that c um presented in dealing mm -hmm. with joseph and um but joseph was the baby of the bunch and joseph was also um his father's favorite it was israel's favorite son yeah so he, he made him special clothes or whatever the case may be and his brothers was already jealous of that. And now he was talking about, um, you know, I'm about to rule over y'all. And here's the deal. When you find favor with God and man, everybody not going to be happy for you. Absolutely. So when you going around and you bragging about, man, I found favor and you're happy. And you mm -hmm. notice that one person in the corner, that's, they, always, they, they almost think you bragging or showing off mm -hmm. or doing whatever the case may be. And all you're doing is giving God glory. Everybody right. is not going to everybody's not going to celebrate with you. That's why a lot of times I posted and um, shout out to my man, Petty D, because he told me this a long time ago. And I'm sure he got it from somewhere else. 
go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Yeah. Um, Proverbs 3 and 4 talks about, and we're not going to go there, but Proverbs 3 and 4 talks about finding favor with um, both God and man when we trust the Lord completely and not in ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'll find favor and people try to figure out how did they get that promotion? Um, how did they get how did they get that loan? And I know good and well. How did they get this? How right. did that door open for them? And right. I've been in line for the longest, blah, blah. That's called mm-hmm. finding favor. And God does supernatural favor for you. And yes. he can use people to do those things. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to what C said earlier about not sharing your vision with everyone. Right. I don't think Joseph was flexing. I think he was genuinely excited what God had showed him. Absolutely. But what he wasn't paying attention to is God has given us discernment. He wasn't paying attention to the hatred that his brother, he was so giddy and happy about the mm-hmm. news. He mm-hmm. wasn't looking at his surroundings. Mm-hmm. And we gotta be, we gotta be cognizant of that. If, if, um, I know C is going through a financial hardship and he's struggling and I come around the corner, yo, bro, this big check came in the mail, yada, yada, Mm -hmm. yada. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, and C looking like, man, I just told you I'm struggling. And here you are bragging about this money you got in. You got to be very, very mindful on who you share. It's not the flat fact that you're flexing, but you have to be, you have to use discernment on what you say and what you share and what God mm-hmm. has given you because people can, once you put it out there, now the enemy is attacking to try to make sure that this vision don't come to life because he knows it came from the father. Go ahead. See my bad brother. Nah, man, I fully agree with you, man. We have to be very, very careful. Very, very careful. Number one, have to listen to the Holy spirit who is inside of you. You can't mm-hmm. just go off the rails, but all of us, when God does something miraculous financially or gives us a dream or a vision or like Rob say, it's really a word of knowledge, but a word or something like that, we're all excited. You're going to be excited because when God's hand is upon you, you receive joy like instantly, right? And it takes maturity to know like, although I'm excited, we have to be careful. Like I tell my wife this all the time. She just put this in the chat, read the room. We got to read the room. It's yeah. very important, yeah. man. Yeah. You can't just go our way in, man. Like, listen, we've had some huge blessings. People don't know. Right, right. We had some bad things. People don't know. One, because it ain't your business. Number two is that you have to read the room. We have to be careful because your testimony of victory can cause somebody to be in defeat. If their heart ain't together, you know what I mean? If they don't have a righteous heart yet and they still going through a thing, they can look at you gain jealousy and be like man forget god he taking care of what look what he doing to see mike them he ain't perfect so what what what, right. what good am i what about me what about, what me? about me you know what i mean why he get yeah. that? why i'm over here struggling you know with the sea you know what i mean so glenn to, to answer your question yes you can still celebrate with people when you're going through your trials but like sis um Absolutely. like crystal said read the room Yes. If I'm going through something and C celebrates with me, I celebrate with C genuinely. But guess mm-hmm. what? That's encouraging me. When you mm-hmm. read the room correctly, it's other people like, um, I'm, I'm healed now, but I got I got COVID. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I'm I'm cancer free. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't say that I'm in remission and and I go somewhere and somebody right. say my mom just died of cancer. What do I look like telling him? Well, he healed me. That's you're not reading the room. That's, that, that's, that's what we mean. Right. That's where I'm coming from. But right. if someone comes to me and say, man, I just got diagnosed with cancer. You know what, brother? God healed me. I'm fully in remission. Man, I just uh, I just tested positive for COVID. You know what, brother? God healed me. 
Now right. I'm giving my testimony right. Right. and my testimony, you know, we're overcome by the blood of the lamb and the, and the word of our word testimony. Of testimony. So that, yeah. yeah. So my testimony now is becoming an encouragement for that person. Yeah. That's yeah. what sits me in my read the room, Glenn. And if you're going through your travel, man, you know what? If he did it for Rob, I'm believing right. in the blessing that right. he can do it for me too. That's right. what I mean, brother. Absolutely. Cause like Rob said, God is not a respecter person. Like, like Rob just said, if, Rob can be healed for cancer, so can you. If I can be healed of COVID, so can you. If I can be healed of whatever, so can you. If right, if this person grew up and never thought they could be debt free, and all of a sudden became debt 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 free, so can you. Because nobody right. is so special that it can only happen to them. But we just have to be led because all family members ain't the same. Like, you nope. know what I'm saying? Like, the way I grew up, and I, we gonna get into the Bible study, but I say this and then we'll move on. See, the way I grew up in my house, you know, some people grew up that cousin is just as close as brother, and mm -hmm. second cousin is just as close as brother. Well, the way I grew up is mama, daddy, and sister. Everybody else outsiders, right? They family, but they outsiders. They ain't in like that. That's the way I grew up, personally, right? So, Somebody within them three, oh, yeah, I can tell them that. Somebody outside them, no, I ain't tell them that. I don't know how they're going to take it. You get what I'm saying? That's me personally. So you just have to know the people you're dealing yeah. with. Or like, you know, Rob, that's my best friend. I can tell him something like that. I know he's not going to look at me like this one. You know, he ain't going to look at me like that because I know he knows that. And, right. and, and if I felt it, I'd be like, let me back up. I ain't going to do my brother like that. He going. You get what I'm saying? So anyway. Let's um, move the on. Other thing, oh, my bad, bro. Before we, before we move on about his brothers, because, Glenn, this is kind of driving home. Joseph told his brothers the first dream, and their rebuttal wasn't, oh, that's what's up. What, you trying to say you're going to rule over us? Who you think you are? Right, right, right. The second time, and he still came back a second time. Now, right. his father rebuked him, but in verse 11, and this is what I want to say, and we can move on. Notice okay. it says, and his brothers were jealous of him, but his mm -hmm. father kept the matter in mind. Right. That's his father saying, okay, my son had one dream and then he had another one. I rebuked mm -hmm. him in front of everybody because probably off of the way he came off and the way he shared the vision. Mm -hmm. But his father kept it in mind, like, okay, God talking to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I'll get more into that at the end of the Bible study on why the two men that we're talking about in Joseph and David, the reason God was able to talk to him. But we're going to go yeah. ahead and move on in the Bible study. Gotcha. All right. So the next subject is uh, sometimes your family can't see your potential. Kind of going into what we just started with before. We'll be going mm -hmm. to first Samuel. Samuel. <laughs> why, that's, <laughs> why that's hard to say. Don't, don't make sense. I know Samuel. I know a bunch of Samuels. Anyway, first Samuel uh, 16, that's 5 we start through calling them Sam. <laughs> yeah. First Sam. You know what I mean? You know what it is. <laughs> First Sam, that's stupid. That, that that's too close, too close, brother. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we're going to First Samuel sixteen five through thirteen. Then we'll go uh, uh, verses eighteen through twenty two. You got to be have fun in the Lord, man. If you can't, yes, man, brother, yes, brother. You got to have um, a sense of humor, man. I got and, you. Bro. And oh, go there is a purpose. Why, no, I'm just saying there is a purpose why we skipping for, yeah. for time's sake. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> So we're going 5 through 13 here. And he said, in peace, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. He also consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. 
When he ent- when they entered, he looked at Eliab and thought, "Surely the Lord has anointed. Surely the Lord's anointed is standing before him." But the Lord said to him, Samuel, do not look at his appearance or the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For God does not see as man sees, since man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse uh, called Abinadab and had and had him pass before Samuel, and he said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. <laughs> Next, Jesse had Shammah pass by, and the Lord said said this, uh, The Lord has not chosen this one either. So Jesse had. Uh, so Jesse had seven of his son pa- sons be- pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen these. Then Samuel said to Jesse, are all the, are these all the boys? And he said, the youngest is still left, but behold, he is tending, sh- tending the, sh- the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send word and bring him, for we will not take our places at the table until he comes here. All right. So just a backdrop, Samuel went out and and what we started just to get you a a heads up um samuel was talking to the lord and said look if i go off saul gonna kill me this is basically what happens and um Mm -hmm. samuel is the lord is sending samuel to define saul's replacement basically what's going on right um when david came down david was anointed um and we'll get into that when we get down to 18 and 22 i'm just giving y'all backstory on why samuel was there in the first place yeah samuel's doing go ahead see no, no, I was just saying backstory to what's going on. Go ahead. Right. No, no, I'm just saying go ahead. You can go ahead and finish um the 18 through 22, and then we can go ahead and start um discussing it. Gotcha. Then one of the young men responded and said, Behold, I have seen the son of Jesse the uh, Bethlehemite, who is a skillful musician, a valiant, mighty man, a warrior, a mighty man of valor, a warrior skillful in speech and a handsome man, and the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messages to Jesse to say, Send me your son, David, who is with the flock. And Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread and a jug of wine. I'm going to get twisted. <laughs> and he took a young goat and sent them to Saul by his son, David. Then uh, then David came to Saul and attended attended him. And Saul greatly loved him. And he became his armor bearer. I think you said 22. Right. Oh, you want me to keep going yeah, to, to stop there? No, to, no, to 22. You can stop okay. at 22. So All Saul right. sent word to Jesse saying, let David now, let David now be my attendant for he has, he has found favor in my sight. Okay. So going back. So David's up and this is all about preparation. So this was the first time David was anointed. So if anybody, any Bible scholars on here, I understand that this is the first time he was anointed as a young boy. Not when he mm-hmm. was anointed by Israel to take over for King, but right. as a young boy, Oftentimes, your parents can overlook you. I want you to understand this. David's father didn't even think he was a possibility. Right. He didn't even bring so, him. Didn't even bring him to the table. He brought right. everybody else. So everybody who dealing with parents' issues, of, and I'm not making light of it. What I want to tell you is there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. If God has a plan for you, regardless if your mom and dad talked down on you, didn't think you, your grandmother, whoever raised you, right? regardless of what they said, God can say, I don't care what man says, because remember, he when um, he anointed, he was like, Samuel said to himself, surely this is the one. When he first, the first mm-hmm. one that got anointed, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and God said, hit that note button. <laughs> oh, get, I get you. I get you. No. Nope. <laughs> what God said. <laughs> that's, what God, that's what God said off of seven brothers. Mm-hmm. So whenever you feel like your family members, like they, they looking down on me, but God told you you had to do something, 
this is the importance that I want. This goes back to those scriptures when you're feeling discouraged. Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans of good and not of evil, yeah. because that's how God, that's how God is viewing you. So David mm -hmm. comes down, and this is the cool part. David comes down, gets anointed. Yeah. Guess what David go back to doing? Tending the sheep. Mm -hmm. Right mm -hmm. after he got done, guess Good what? Y'all done here? Hey, y'all done here? I got to mm -hmm. go back to what I was doing. Mm -hmm. When you get anointed, it's not time for you to get arrogant and be like, I'm anointed. God said, I'm going to do this. That right. You don't want to have, and I'm not knocking Joseph because, mind you, both of these both of these brothers were young, yeah. if, you, if you notice. I don't know what the age was, but they were young enough where Joseph was excited and wanted to share with his brothers. Kind of remind me of what Devin would have did. Mm -hmm. Joseph reminded it the way Joseph responded to his brothers is how Devin would have been with Darius and Dominic. Hey, yeah. look, y'all, ass it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that, that would have been the scenario in my house where David came down and more like Dominic. All right, cool. I'm anointed. Yeah. I gotta go back to work. Right. You dig what I'm saying? And and went back to tending the sheep. Yeah. Um, some people can view your natural stature as not being good enough. And what they say to you can have negative reflect reflect on you because it's life mm -hmm. and death in the power of the tongue. So if you're constantly hearing, um, you're stupid, you're not good enough. Um, yeah. you ain't really saved. Um, you a screw up. You can put whatever in front of the up you want to, however you heard it growing up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? These things can take, but guess what? David anointed and went back to what he was doing. Mm -hmm. He was tending the sheep. Yeah. He was being prepared. Right. Um, see, I'm gonna let you speak on what you got to, um, what you got to say. And then I'm gonna finish talking about David and yeah. the bigger picture of what, what happened. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. I think one key thing that you pointed out is that after he was anointed or basically chosen or called, he knew he was mm -hmm. a calling, you know, he knew he had a calling on his life. He knew that he was going to be the king. He didn't go into mm -hmm. his kingship for years, yep. for years. And what Rob pointed out, he went back to what he was doing, tending the sheep, you know what I mean? Which wasn't. Glamour work that wasn't, for example, in a in a church setting. He went back to cleaning the toilets. Yep. You know what I mean? He went back. Yep. He he wasn't he wasn't in a in a in a spotlight position on the podium, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Where everybody could see him. No, this, he was in the background, parking lot mm -hmm. ministry, something like mm -hmm. that. You know, went back to it. But God said he's gonna be a pastor. No, nah, but yeah, you are gonna be. But right now you gonna you gonna clean this parking lot. Right now you gonna clean these toilets. Right now you gonna uh you know, deliver food to the to the elderly, to the mothers, to the widows. You know what I'm saying? You can do the work that's not glamorous. But right. that that is a character building. Now, D David, you know, when he got into his kingship, he had some problems or whatever, but he's also was called a man after God's heart. He knew about repenting. He had a strong, mighty, mighty faith in God, man. But I just wanted to re yeah. reiterate again, if God shows you that you have a call in your life, this is not the time to go get you say get to put on after every title, prophet this, doctor this. You know what I'm saying? Like what wifey said, right. occupy until it's time. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not time to say prophet this, pastor this, nothing. No, no. Just know it, hold it, and stay faithful until God releases you. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. So just expounding on what um C said. Um, stop thinking you less than because the next man and woman ministry or business elevated quicker than yours. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're just because it start. look, the Bible talks about the first which shall be last and the last shall be first. Yeah. Um, remain faithful in what you have. And this is what I'll say. God will equip you for your purpose and calling now. And our job is to remain faithful in what we're doing. 
what we're doing present because yeah. he can equip you like he did with David and David went back. There was a purpose David had David had to go back up and finish tending the sheep. Um, while David was tending the sheep, he often had to fight off lions and bears yeah. Yeah. to protect the sheep. Mm -hmm. So this is preparation, and we get ready to talk about this. Absolutely. David went back up there. He's fighting lions. He's fighting bears, wolves, to protect the sheep of his mm -hmm. father's flock. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? And we talked about through 18 through 22, the evil spirit that kept coming on Saul. Now David has been, he's already he's already been anointed king. Now David yeah. has gone into the king's courts. Yeah. It, it was time, it was time between that. The, the crazy part about this is the preparation of Samuel coming down, anointing him mm -hmm. years later. One of Saul's men in the courts were like, hey, look, I saw a man who blah, 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 blah. Now he's in the king's courts. Yeah. When Goliath was acting up, guess what David said? Hey, look, man, I can defeat him. I fought lions and bears with my bare hand defending the sheep. This right. uncircumcised Philistine. Now, mind you, he's walking under the authority of God. Absolutely. So he's anointed. Yes. But he's prepared because yeah. he kept doing what he was called to do. See, when right. you do what he said, uh, Bishop so-and-so, Pastor so-and-so, and you mm -hmm. ain't been properly prepared, mm -hmm. and then you have a, a great fall because you, you, you're not mature enough and you fall to whatever the fall may be. Yeah. Now you're embarrassed, and now you didn't messed up because you put the cart before the horse. Yeah. But David sat before him and said, hey, look, I can do this. When David walked up, his brother still was doubting him. Man, yeah, what's your little tail gonna do? One word, go back to the go back to <laughs> go back to playing your heart. All right. And he was like, Man, forget that. This man don't know who my God is. Slingshot, Absolutely. boom. We all know that we all yeah. know the story. Yeah. But my point is this: this man got anointed to be king mm -hmm. as a kid, went back to mm -hmm. tending the sheep, fighting the bears. This is proper preparation, which is our next yeah. stop. Um, fighting the bears. Then he gets to Goliath, yeah. get rid of him. And then later on, he went on to defeat armies. Yes. That's preparation yes. when God has anointed yes. you and ordered your steps as opposed of you yeah. trying to do it on your own because you didn't got excited and got out of God's time. I'm going to say this before we move on. Also, him having small victories made him mm -hmm. prepare for the big mm -hmm. battles. Amen. You know what I mean? Because remember, no. if you hear the story, if you read about the story, when, when, when Goliath, which was a giant, a literal giant, right, was running, he's running at Goliath. And he said, mm -hmm. saying out his mouth, <laughs> God delivered me from the hand of a lion, a bear, yep. and he'll deliver me out of this. But he, like Rob said earlier, he had to go through the lion and the bear and these other things that he dealt with, tiger or whatever, mm -hmm. that he dealt with in this jungle, tended to God, his father's sheep, to be able to have the courage and to have the know-how and to have the faith to believe that, oh, no, God going to take care of me in this. You know, but without those yep. things... He would have never had that type of belief, man. It's, Amen. It's, the Bible teach, teaches and it's deep and it's deep, deep water. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, so man. we going to. Now, uh, now I understand why I got smacked in my peanut. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all just joining us, what I mean by that is, see, again, I'm, I'm just bringing this up just for some, some a little bit of comic relief. But see, asked yeah. me, was I done with done with this subject? And I was like, yeah, man. If I say anything else then it's just repeating myself and the yeah. Holy spirit convicted me so bad. And I hit that brother back less than 24 hours. Like, <laughs> Hey, I got the Bible study on Tuesday. Cause <laughs> Absolutely. So let's, let's get to the next part, man. All right. The last part we get into tonight. P P P P 
Four P's, not talking about the PPP where you get the money, but the four P's. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if y'all ain't pay, pay your money back or, or get your stuff clear, <laughs> you be trying to steal the money. Anyway, four P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Proper preparation prevents poor That's performance. That's five P's. I, I left one out. For anybody who looking, because yeah, I just peeped sure myself. I, I left a P out. Look, I just copied what you said, but yeah. Five P's, you know what I mean? You know, Rob, Rob is in uh, what they call it, uh, in a exec, not executive level. What you call it? Management level. Management level. You know, they got these little yeah. acronyms. You know, I've heard this one before. <laughs> <laughs> the five P's, you know what I mean? The, the five, five P's. P's. Five P's in leadership. <laughs> you already know. But proper preparation prevents poor performance. Mm-hmm. What we just talked about with David, that was proper preparation. You know what I mean? Now, improper preparation, and this just goes to show you how faithful God is, because we didn't yeah. get into we didn't get into this with Joseph. But before we get into these, um, improper preparation is you running your mouth, telling the world, "I'm the next king. Yes. I'm doing this. Yes. I'm doing that," and then you find yourself sold off into slavery. Not literally, mm-hmm. but that's what happened with Joseph, mm-hmm. and he took the long route around. Now mm-hmm. it again, it was all for it was all for God's glory because he ended yes. up in the kingdom, but he had to deal with you know a little thought in the kingdom and end up going. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't sleep with her, but <laughs> he had he had to deal with some foolery, same stuff that go on now. He yeah. got accused of some stuff that he didn't do, but God yeah. still elevated him. And that vision that God showed him, mm-hmm. it took him a long time to get there. But his parents, I mean his his brothers and his brothers did bow down to him and he yes. did help him and when and he he could have played this role and, and i'm gonna say this because sometimes we have a very hard time forgiving i'm not yeah. forgiving them for nothing i'm right. not gonna do this joseph forgave as a matter of fact when joseph was trying to be hard he got convicted and mm-hmm. revealed who he was to his brothers and invited them to the kingdom and all was well yeah it never says in that story um he threw it in their face I told y'all one words I was gonna be ruling over y'all. Now y'all need my help, and you try to so you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. He, right. None of that happened. He loved on them, and that yeah. that's that's a testament of what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to walk in love in and out of the body of Christ. It's easy to love on people who love you back. It is yeah. very hard to love on somebody that you cannot stand. His brothers literally hated him, contemplated killing him, sold him into mm-hmm. slavery, and he still mm-hmm. welcomed them back in. <laughs> Kingdom wife, Kingdom thoughts. <laughs> Hey, facts hey, is old, facts. old Testament, the prostitutes used to be at the temple. You know what I mean? Hey, so. at the temple trying to get them. <laughs> all right, so but, my bad, bro. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So that's that's all I'm saying compared yeah. to when you when you throw it out there and see, and it's just going by, see, thanks for saying that. I'm Bishop so-and-so, and mm-hmm. you ain't done nothing compared mm-hmm. to David going back and tending the sheep and getting prepared for proper preparation, preventing poor performance. Let's get it. We'll be going to Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, Lamentations, Lamentations 3, 25 through 26, then back to Proverbs 27 and 1, and Jeremiah 29, 11. So here we go to Proverbs uh, 3, 5 through 6, and it says, uh, mm-hmm. Trust the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean unto your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Do not yeah, be wise then, in your yeah. There we go. Thank you. Do not be wise in your own eye, own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. 
Honor the Lord from your wealth and from your first of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. For you drinkers out there. No, it's not, that's not what he's talking about. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Miss <laughs> 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 Ward say Jezebel squad. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> hey, so this is again yeah. um, just preparing yourself. You know what I mean? Um, trusting in the Lord with all your heart. And I'm glad um, C went down because when you trust in the Lord with all your heart, look at the benefits behind that. First mm-hmm. of all, if you're born again and you save, you already got exclusive benefits. It's like you in the you in the club, yeah. you in the elite club. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you know how certain clubs be having to you get a you get an elite jacket. You 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 right, end right, that right. once you cover by the blood of Jesus. You, probably, you know you, what hey, I mean? You pass so, that velvet rope. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know? yeah. So <laughs> you you red carpet status automatically. So Absolutely. When you do these things and you read these scriptures, and this is why some of these scriptures are so hard for non-believers, because it ain't for you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the only thing for you if you're a non-believer is <laughs> repent and be saved. Yes. Once you do that, yes. <laughs> once Everything you do that, a lot then, different. Right. <laughs> then you get in. Come on, limitations. That's right. Limitations. Y'all probably didn't even know the word. Some of these folks didn't even know that was a bot. Uh, limitations. <laughs> well, limitations, what was that? Three and uh limitations three, twenty-five through twenty-six, sir. Got you, sir. Go. All right, Lamentations 3, 25 through 26. The Lord is good to those who await him, to the person who seeks him. It is good that he waits silently for salvation, for the salvation of the Lord. Yeah, so that's Um, Mm self-explanatory. The Lord is good for those who await him. Are you awaiting him or are you trying to print up your new cards already? That's all I'm asking. Um, <laughs> Proverbs 27 Proverbs 27 and Proverbs 27 and 1 Do not boast about tomorrow For you do not know what the day may bring, bring Let me go us. number 2 man I'm sorry yeah, let, yeah, another, yeah. let another praise you And not your own mouth A stranger not your own lips I am very big on this And Rob even jumps on my head about this a lot but this is a lot of where it comes from. I think about this yeah. all the time. Let another man praise you, not your own mouth, a stranger, not your own lips. Go ahead, brother. Um, I think you – I know YC does it. Um, this also goes back to not being arrogant. Um, mm-hmm. Some people – you can tell a person what you bring to the table, what your value and worth is. Yeah, That's different compared to arrogance. There's a fine line, but if you're being spirit-led, as we're talking about proper preparation, then you're not going to have to worry about that. And the only people who's going to be accusing you of being arrogant are those who are intimidated by you, those who are trying to discourage you, Mm -hmm. and those who don't want to see you win in the first place. So if you're being spirit-led and you're telling people, like, I can go on the air right now and say, every day I go to work, I give my officers – 100% 100% as far as me goes. I don't have any ill will toward Amigos. no officer on my Offset? <laughs> Mama. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. You started it. Anyways, I don't go to work. I cannot care for a person's ways, but yeah. I will give them 100% if they need something from me as their manager. And I don't go to work with any ill will. So I can say, 
I feel like I am a good manager. Is there mm -hmm. places for me to grow? Of course. Right. Am I in there being um, um, conniving and, and deceiving toward folks? Not at all. I'm not bragging right. on myself, but I'm a good manager. You know what yeah. I mean? And that folks have said it, but I know what I do because I go to mm -hmm. the table making sure that I I'm giving my all. Proverbs 16 and 9. Gotcha. Give me one second, brother. Give me one second. Hey, bro, you tripping with the awesome. And <laughs> <In> my dumb <laughs> tail talking about some mama. <laughs> All right. Proverbs hey, 16. <laughs> Proverbs 16 and 9. The mind of a person plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Yeah. Um, we can think that we get ready to do something and mm -hmm. ain't prayed on it. And then we wonder, yeah. how come I keep hitting this wall? The mind of a person plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Are you praying? When you make a business decision, are you praying? Mm, mm. When you go into business with someone, yeah. are you praying? Are you guys equally yoked? The people that's yes. around you, think about the, and I'm going to go back to Joseph. Mm -hmm. The people that were around him was family. His brothers hated him. His people. His people hated mm -hmm. him. Not his, his father, much. his father loved him. But what I'm saying is you want to go into business with those who, or look at David. They yeah. didn't even bring him to the table. Right. It took strangers from another kingdom to bring him in to treat him like royalty. Yeah. His own, his own, his his old dude was like, nah, this is it. Oh, yeah. That won't word up the hill, but I know yeah. you don't want him. Well, so old dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then we <laughs> I'm letting you know right now, when he get down here, he may smell a little bit, but yeah, that's my last one. You know, that's my last, that's my that's my boy, but he's been playing a sheep, sheep dong all the time. <laughs> Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 11. 29 11. For go. I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for prosperity and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Yeah. Um that's one thing we need to stand on. And I'm not, this is not a prosperity message. If you just nope. clicking in, you know, the ones that be um sneaking in and get a part, try to get an excerpt. And look, yeah, this is not look, that. Get your excerpt. Um, play, play the whole, not the same podcast. Play, 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 play the, the whole, whole hour. Same podcast. <laughs> this is me telling you proper preparation. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, God's plans. Um, when we God rebukes. More, I forgot to put it on the paper, but I, I get it. Okay. When yeah. God rebukes, um, when God rebuked Samuel for looking at the stature of the first brother, mm -hmm. that's what the world will do. The world will look at the outside of things and it looks good. It's appealing to the eye. It's appealing to the ear when God is looking at the heart. So just um, for anybody who is discouraged, just remember what God said. I know the plans I have for you. Absolutely. All right. Last scripture for the night, Luke 21, 10 through 19. If that's correct, brother, I believe that's right, right? Now it yeah no so this is um yeah we oh, it's going into um it's going into people the overall statement before we get into this is Luke twenty one ten through nineteen and twenty one sixteen oh uh, yeah I never mind that was my footnotes yeah Luke twenty one ten through nineteen I'm gonna set this up real quick okay although this is talking about the coming back of of Jesus and he's yeah. talking about when he returns. This is what's happening right now. Um, okay. Crystal said it earlier. In between the mean, in, in time, in in the meantime, between time, occupy, mm -hmm. because this is what's going on. It's nothing new under the sun. This is yeah. Jesus talking to us. It was Jesus talking to them. It's in the red letters. That's love. Yes. So, go ahead and read it, and you will understand what he's talking about about siblings, about friends, about strangers, and yeah. why you shouldn't count it strange when family don't support you. Some people get so caught up on that. And I know it hurt because I'm from a mm -hmm. family where we love, we love mm -hmm. 
and everybody tells each other we love you. We have our issues, but it's not it's not like some of the stuff that I've heard from some close people to me. So let's go ahead and get it, see. Then he continued by saying, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be massive earthquakes in various places, plagues and famines, and there will be terrible sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay hands on you and persecute you, turning you over to the synagogues and the pris and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors on account of my name. It will lead to an opportunity for your testimony. So make up your minds not to prepare beforehand to defend yourselves, for I will provide you, for I will provide you eloquence and wisdom, which none of your adversaries will be able to oppose or refute. But you will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, and sisters, other relatives, and friends. They will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all people because of my name, that name, Jesus. And yet not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. But when... All right. That's it no, right no, there? No, stop okay. right there. Yeah, that's okay. it right there. Um, yeah. let's, let's go back to um, 16 through 17. I just wanted gotcha. to get, again, this is Jesus talking, but this is what I really wanted to focus on. I didn't want to just start in the middle. Um, yeah. This is what I want you guys to understand, especially um, cultural-wise. Mm -hmm. I will say this. In the black culture, family means a lot. I'm not yes. saying just in the black culture, but what I'm saying is we, we sometimes we can be our own worst enemy on how family deal with us, and then mm -hmm. it just messes us up for life. Mm -hmm. It happens in every culture, but I'm just talking about um, in the black culture, it's very, very prominent. I mean, it's, I mean, it's very, very prominent. Yes. Um, so we're going to read through 6 through 17 because this is something that I want um 16 17 on down to but uh, 19 yeah yeah 16 and 17 through okay. 19 i'm sorry yeah through 19 16 through 19 but you will be betrayed even by parents brothers and sisters and other relatives and friends and they will put some of you to death and you will be hated by all people because of my name and yet not a hair hair of your head will perish but your endurance will gain your lives if you still breathing bro if yep. you're still breathing, sis, your endurance will gain your lives as yep. long as you're trusting in the Lord. You're yep. not you're, you're not gone. Sometimes our biggest hangups are parents, family, and friends. If one of them, if mm -hmm. one of them, if they betray us, all of a sudden we God ain't we real crushed. no more because mm -hmm. we crushed. Because our family member who took us to church every single week, we see him or her doing X, Y, and Z. Him and her did this to us. Whatever yeah. the case may be, yeah. why yeah. it is so important to have your own relationship with God. And then I'm going to um, get ready to wrap this up. Um, you may have something going on um, and everything working in your favor. And you get to the close um, and those closest to you make negative comments. You open your business. Well, everybody got a boutique. You open mm -hmm. your business. Who ain't making T-shirts? You open right. your business. Right. You don't cook that good. You taking grandma recipes. Whatever the case may be, they make these comments. Oh, how he going to be a this and that? Just mm -hmm. last week, he was doing this. She mm -hmm. struggled with that. These are mm -hmm. the things that the enemy understand. It's a spiritual battle. I know who you see in front of you, but if it's wrong for the enemy to work, he's going to use those closest to you to try to discourage you to get from your um what your calling may be. Um, During these times, it's an opportunity to witness. That's what C and I are doing right now. My life ain't perfect. You know what I mean? I got stuff going on. Sometimes we get on here with sick. Sometimes we get on here, um, whatever the case may be, 
but it's an opportunity for us to witness because yeah. no matter what's going on in my life, the one thing I do know that's consistent is the faithfulness of the Lord, even when yeah. I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, man, Lord, you're so good. Um, you got something to see before I wrap this up? Nah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. All right. I'll wrap this up by saying that no matter what your status is in life, you may not have the money you think you need. You may not have the look you think you need. Both Joseph and David were herders, mm -hmm. sheep herders. They were herding. Their families put them off in the hills somewhere, and they said David was handsome. You know what I mean? And, and David went on to be a great king. Mm -hmm. they, I don't know what Joseph looked like. It really don't matter. My point that I'm making to you is regardless of what you look like, regardless of how low you think you are in the, in, in the status pool or social media or whatever the case may be, if God told you you got it coming, please mm -hmm. remain faithful for it because the spirit of the Lord was on both of these men. And this is the one thing I want you to trip off of. When God isolates you, yeah. instead of feeling lonely, yeah. Guess what David and them were doing as they were herding the sheep and Joseph? They was talking to God. Mm -hmm. They was building a personal relationship so that they can hear from what he had to say. And mm -hmm. both of these men, when they went to kingdoms, got put in kingdom positions. Even when the thought accused Joseph, he goes mm -hmm. to prison and comes back and gets put back in a position. Why? Right. His integrity, right. his yes. relationship with the Lord, yeah. favor. We talked about finding favor amongst man and God. You find favor with God, I'm telling you. It ain't nothing you can't accomplish. Absolutely not. Um, regardless of how you are being treated, you would have talked about. Remember what God told you to do and put that into motion. Remain faithful until he puts you in the position to walk out the very thing that he called or elevated for you to do. And mm -hmm. I can honestly say, glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. I can honestly say this will conclude <laughs> <laughs> when God elevates and calls you. Yeah. And we're laughing about it, but my disobedience, like Jonah, like um, like like we talked about um, Isaiah, like all of the excuses that I made because man, I'm not feeling good. I got I had COVID. Now I got bronchitis, or I don't feel like doing it. Y'all never would have heard this message tonight. Mm -hmm. If if, but it's in me. It was mm -hmm. in me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I already had I already had the notes, and when I started looking up the scriptures, guess what? They just start falling. Right. Boom. All right, Lord. Right. All right, Lord. And this is what this is the end result of me being obedient mm -hmm. and walking in my purpose for tonight's Bible study. And I yes. thank y'all for tuning in. Absolutely. Uh, go go ahead. Go ahead. See, no, I'm just I'm just in let, awe over here. Bro. It let us know, man. Listen, your life is not your own. Right. Amen. To that. Rob can have his plans. I can have my plans or whatever. But we are all if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are an instrument. Right. And an instrument to be used by God. And we are not the only ones. I know y'all watch us and we go through and we do this. We do this Bible study and God will move on us. He will move the same way on you. Open yourself up. Be willing. Listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Because he wants some of you to do some of these things too. I don't know why I'm saying that, but God has put some things right. in you too. It's not God is not. Everybody is not called to be in the crowd. Some people are called to be in the crowd and be, be a help to the ministry. Yep. And some of y'all yep. are called to be a part of public ministry. But all of us mm -hmm. got jobs, right? Nobody in the kingdom is jobless. Nobody in the kingdom is just a, a, a doormat. You know what I mean? We all got something to do. And you know what I'm saying? Just always remember, man, like I was thinking about when Rob was saying this, our life is not our own. 
Our life is not our own. You know, I had a COVID situation, and we did three shows that week. And I was coughing and spitting up and sweating. <laughs> Boy, was wet, wet. Neck was wet neck dude. You know what I mean? But I felt <laughs> neck wet as a mug. Sweater just drenched. You know what I mean? But you know what, though? I felt like, hey, it was my honor and duty to do this. Not that these, these shows are our ministry, but these shows is a ministry that God uses us through. So we have to be yeah. faithful to it. And if God yeah. would have told me, sit your tail down and go to sleep, I would have sat my tail down and go to sleep. And my wife wouldn't have stopped me, I know, because she would be like, bro, go on, go to sleep. Because yep. Rob got a wife too, and he's going to be quick. Boy, sit your tail down. But right. when the Lord has purpose for us to do something, he'll touch her too. No, no, go on, go do it, baby. See, that's how you know God is in it, because she ain't going to fight with you. You know, and she's going to be like, yeah, yeah, you need to do that. Because God has yep. made us instruments, but it's not just us. Everybody in this timeline, everybody is watching, yep. everybody's going to watch this in the future. God has a plan for you, right? Everybody's plan, one plan may be small, may be big or whatever, but nobody is planless. You know what I mean? God don't make planless people. He is not a wasteful God in that sense, right? So nobody is right, right. created on this earth without purpose. You have a purpose. You have to walk in it. And your purpose may not be to be T.D. Jakes. Mine ain't neither. But your purpose may need to be, your purpose may not be to be C. Micah. Praise God. But you have a purpose. Your purpose may need to be you. Your purpose may not be grandioso in your vision and in your sight or to the world. But to God is highly important. Highly important. Think about, I'm going to say this and then we're going to pray when we get up out of here. When Jesus went to the cross, there was a man, a Syrophoenician man, I believe, that carried mm -hmm. his cross. I don't mm -hmm. think his name was even mentioned, but his purpose was to carry that cross, right? Mm -hmm. He fulfilled his purpose in life. And it may not be famous or popular or whatever, but what if he decided, I ain't going to carry that cross today? You know, maybe God would have used somebody else. I don't know. But he had his purpose. But, purpose. but to some people, that may be meaningless. But there's no purpose that God has given you that's meaningless. Other words, what I'm saying is there's a call on your life. Everybody, every believer got a call, whether it's to preach, whether it's to serve, whether it's to be in the church, whether it's to financially fund the church, whether it's, whether it's to be a person that give their time or whatever. There's a call. You just got to know how to answer it and lean into it. All right, bro. All right. So if y'all listening to us and um, everything that we've been talking about as far as purpose goes, first of all, um, so as we get ready to wrap this up, um, if you're already walking in your purpose and you've walked away from it, repent today. Just ask the Lord for forgiveness and keep it moving. Don't feel like you can't. If right. you don't know the Lord is your personal Lord and Savior, and we always we always do this. It's yeah. as simple as just repeat after me. Lord, I'm a sinner and I need a savior. Yes. Lord, I repent for my sins and I believe that you died and you rose on the third day so that I may have eternal life. Yes. Lord, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your spirit. Yes. Lord. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus mighty and precious name. And if you've said that that simple. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the kingdom. Amen. Here's the problem. And this is what I'm going to tell you. It's not a bunch of lights. It's not a bunch of people coming down and shouting and yelling. It's about your personal relationship. And, I, and I'm going to say this, and we may go over a little bit, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. Joseph and David didn't have all that when they had that right. personal relationship with God. But 
the difference now is you have find you a church home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's important. It's important yes. to have fellowship because although they got equipped alone, they were put it over kingdoms to rule and they had to continue to move by God. And I'll say this and I'll go because some people are so hard on themselves for falling. Let me tell you why David fell with Bathsheba. And he only fell once because people like to bring up even David fell. David fell because David didn't go where God told him to go that day. David was supposed yeah. to been on the front line in the war and decided I'm a chill. That's mm-hmm. what happens when you don't do what God is telling you to do. It only mm-hmm. takes one time saying, I don't feel like it. And you mm-hmm. open yourself up for the enemy. And then the next thing you say is, dang, why that happened to me? Because you mm-hmm. didn't listen to what God told you to go at that particular time. He's on in and, and he was somewhere he wasn't supposed to be. Saw yeah. something that looked good to him. And again, even that situation with the devil meant for bad. God forgave him and moved mm-hmm. on. So whatever mess that you in right now, yeah, repent, r- forgive yourself more than anything, because God will forgive you and keep it pushing. Yeah. Amen. Like wifey just opened the door and screamed, Amen, 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 <laughs> Amen. What up, if you, jo- <laughs> if you join the kingdom today, praise God. Like Rob yeah, said, man. get to a church home, man. And we thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Not the Same Podcast Bible Study. We will be back tomorrow with a sports show. Got a lot of sports to talk about. And then Thursday with the Music and Faith show. We will see y'all tomorrow, 6 o'clock, sharp at the same bat place, same bat time. This ain't Batman, but it's a man. good line. All right, man. I'm C. Micah. I'm Rob Redeem. We out, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Take whatever the